Take three. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of wrestling shit. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Facey Keebler. And to my right, <laughs> we have two beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? I'm all right, man. How's your world? Everything going okay? No. <laughs> uh, there's some stuff. But uh, the main thing that's bothering me is we went from winter to two showers a day. Yeah, I know. It got pretty humid here in beautiful St. Louis, Damn, didn't it? Fuck the Midwest. God damn. <laughs> wow. It is. I know. It's humid as hell outside. It's humid in the studio, and we are in the exquisite Shock City studios. To his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Booty Hills. It's all good, baby. Quick shout outs while I'm giving it. Quick shout out to the uh, Three and Out Radio Network that's going to do our podcast on Friday nights at 7 Central Standard Time. Uh, Look, I'll tell you this all the time. You just don't listen. You can find that on Three and Out Radio Network.com and on Spreaker.com at 7 on Friday nights. Uh, Just got back from the East Coast for my vitamin K supplement. New Japan. You look tan. I, I do look tan, <laughs> but I'm, I'm weary because New Japan's wearing my ass out. So, yeah, we're, we're talking a lot of wrestling tonight, so I'm ready to uh, be positive. Is it All teasing right. that ass? We it's got, not teasing that ass. We it's, got it's, Sam, the Mauler Mall, turning the knobs tonight. He's going to be doing some predictions later. That's the perfect in the house. Um, like I said, we're in St. Louis. We're in Shock City Studios. Um, it's officially, you know, when it gets humid outside, guys, it's... Cargo short season for me. I know that cargo shorts have been getting a bad rap lately, but you can put your wheat in there. <laughs> you can put all sorts of stuff in there. You can put your water bottles. You can put your weed in there. You can put maybe if you're carrying around a deck of cards or a an, copy of Mein Kampf. If you, I actually have, I actually own Mein Kampf. I bought it for a dollar like a couple of years ago. Haven't read it yet. Haven't read it yet. It's well thumbed. Let okay. me let me just put it out there on the record. I disagree with Adolf Hitler on. Nearly everything. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the joke. And with that being said, uh, Soul Taco is our sponsor tonight, guys. It's one of our sponsors, Soul Taco. Uh, They got the delicious Korean-Mexican fusion food. They got uh, places in Chicago. If you're up there for All In in September, uh, go check out some Soul Taco. They got two food trucks driving around uh, the St. Louis area. Chesterfield, U-City Loop. They got brick-and-mortar places. They also have another place in Columbia, Missouri. That's Soul Taco, guys. They got the best, the best fast casual food that you could ask for. They got tacos, burritos. They got quesadillas, all sorts of stuff, goji bowls. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. I'm serious. Tell them the band from Ringside Central. They are a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. And have been down since. Day, Day one-ish. One-ish. Celebrate that Korean fusion with some Korean fusion. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. In fact, I wish I could You've get some. You've done this before once or twice, haven't you? <laughs> I get some, so so uh, without further ado, we'll get to our three count. JCB, what you got? I guess we got to talk about it. Uh, rewind the Friday afternoon, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. I'm in front of the laptop thinking to myself, I never thought I'd see the day where WWE has really sold out and now is forcing me to watch 
what is now a glorified house show to capture my time before I go to work. Greatest World Rumble. It was promoted. It felt they made it feel like they made it feel like a really big deal as a house show. Yes. So we can start anywhere you want. If anybody's listening that doesn't know what the difference between a house show and a real show is. Would would you care to explain that to them? To me, the house show is more experimental. They try things, possible storylines, possible feuds in house shows, much more relaxed, much more fan interactive versus a pay-per-view, which is basically Vince McMahon control. He has the last word. What he says kind of goes. Well, that's basically part of it. But a house show can also be, they're just... They are working on stuff leading up to stuff. Like, they'll put together big, you know, WWE wrestlers, they can wrestle 250 times a year. I know that there's only two shows a week, and most of those wrestlers wrestlers are only on one time a week. But they they wrestle three or four times a week all the time right. to get their stuff down pat. Right. And they do it in front of live audiences for events that are not televised. And unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, it wasn't that bad It my expectation was one thing, and I got something else. So it kind of felt like it was a bait-and-switch kind of deal. No match besides the Royal Rumble itself lasted more than 15 minutes. That includes John Cena. That includes Shinsuke, um, AJ Styles. It just... The latter match might have. Uh, I'll double-check it again. Between Rollins, Balor, Joe, and Miz. Fourteen thirty-two. Oh shit! That was the highlight of the night, though. It was the best match of the night, and it was a re- it was a retaining of the Intercontinental Title by Seth Rollins. And that's what I think the, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaways for me was obviously number one, the botch call by Vince McMahon to try to be cute and get Roman Reigns the title, and it didn't work. Second biggest takeaway, obviously, would be Braun Strowman. Winning the greatest Royal Rumble with Daniel Bryan B 2A breaking uh, Rey Mysterio's record for a longest time in Royal Rumble. Outside of that, there was not much else to talk about. This was a glorified house show that, unfortunately, I suffered through for the first four hours. I missed the Royal Rumble event itself. I still haven't watched it. I, I know what happened. That's all I need to know. Two beer. Yeah, I'm glad I had a really shitty work day on Friday and didn't like sit through that in its entirety. That day actually took me three days to watch it. Um, I did like Daniel Bryan's performance. Uh, I especially loved how Roderick Strong busted into his chest, like a bunch of blood vessels in his chest, and um, he looked haggard. And I think he liked that too, uh, you know, because he's kind of been seen as dainty since he got back in the ring. And oh yeah, for sure, his chest looked like shit. After oh that. man, it looked like I think Corey Graves said it, and I mean he's totally right. It looked like hamburger meat. It did. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, the whole thing as. You guys have said it was like a glorified house show. There was a lot of fan interaction in every match. You know, it just seemed kind of like fan service, which is kind of cool. Um, I won't get into the propaganda stuff because I know that uh, Bill's anxious to talk about that. I am, but uh, let's let's let me run down a couple of the matches though, and I'll ask you about them. Uh, yeah. What you think about Nakamura versus Styles? It ended up in a uh, no contest DQ. Um, what did you think about that? Did uh, JCB was the only one that saw Nakamura going out of that pay-per-view holding the belt. So were you okay with that non-finish? I'm actually surprised that I didn't think about that because being a middle match, it's a great way 
to have a middle match end. It was a it was a better match than the WrestleMania match though too. Oh, it was that the match itself was better. Yes, I just it goes back to it's all about the booking. I know we make fun of me for saying it, but this in this case it it just rings true. I don't like the fact that we we're trying to extend this feud. You can extend this feud by just having Nakamura what? win. No, well, yeah, you can't. I totally disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. No, I mean, this the feud double, should last six months. This step. Remember, the, the, remember, like the KO, out, the KO I mean, AJ feud, ugh. where like he tied him up in the it, table, it, it, and yeah. I mean, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a very creative finish. I think they should do with this feud what they did with Charlotte and Sasha Banks a couple years ago, where it went back and forth and back and forth. I'd be okay I'm, with that. I'm, let let last a long time. I don't want to flip the title. I uh, really don't. You're such a purist. Sorry. Uh, what about <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal? Jinder Mahal had one of the biggest, oh, bo- God. one of the biggest botches. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> is it really Jinder's fault? Because there's a lot yeah, of... Yeah, that's Jinder's fault. Oh, the, yeah. That's, there's people on both sides of the fence. It's his I fault kinda, for bumping. It's, it's his, his fault for bumping. Right. So Jeff Hardy does a whisper in the wind. For those of you that don't know, it's a... Uh, it's like a flippy, flippy thing off the. Uh, <laughs> it's like a moonsault off, off the, the top rope. Off the turnbuckle where you're supposed to land with your back on the guy. Jeff Hardy completely misses Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's back is to Jeff Hardy when he does it. He turns around, sees Jeff Hardy on the ground, and then instantly does a bump onto his back. That might That's the worst botch in WWE in the last five years easily, right? Come on. There's I'm, nothing worse than that. I'm not right? going to say it's not so bad. bad. It, it just encompassed the whole match. You knew who was going to win, and now you can't even put on a good performance. That's I mean, he held the title like, for six God. months, like recently. Right, and that, and I can't understand why people really think that Jinder Mahal is going to be back in the main event scene. You can't have a guy like this in the in your main. I get he gets heat, but that's not enough. You, he has to be able to perform in the ring at some point. Okay, Tubier, what you think about Rusev versus Taker? Uh, Rusev versus Taker was not surprising at all. It was exactly what I thought it was, it was kind of fun, be. though, right? It was it was definitely not not fun. Like I was I'm I'm glad that Rusev gets the rub of being in the ring with Taker. I think that's cool. Um I thought Aiden English got some rub too by going in the going into the casket with Rusev. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that ramp was super long. Like why like Taker comes back every now and then and it's always the show with the longest ramp <laughs> every time. But I'd say, well, good thing Yokozuna and um who else was supposed to be at the Race Royal Rumble this day now? Kali? No. Kali was there. He came. No, I was about to say, uh, the Clay? Prince wanted... Did, Clay Aiken? The Prince wanted <laughs> Yokozuna, Undertaker, and somebody else that was dead in the Royal Rumble itself, and I can't think of Oh, that's that right. He did, want, he did want somebody else that was dead. Yeah. Uh, God, it took Kali so long to get down to the ring. There was, there was almost another competitor coming out behind him. I think Braun Strowman uh, going over in the Royal Rumble seemed pretty obvious the latter match was the highlight for me just because it seems like those guys really gave a real effort they worked um, well i also love the finish because i love when somebody just runs up the fucking ladder and gets it like it's so kayfabe like why would you not do that every time, time. Right? Yeah, jeff uh, not jeff Hardy, but seth rollins coming out of nowhere literally kind of like ricochet about three weeks ago same concept they were no- bad for Balor. He got cut like by the buckle and yeah he was still, he was still, he was still wearing it on monday night too uh there was no title changes but there was a title win where the deleter of worlds 
beat the bar. I think that was pretty obvious to all of us. It was also obvious that this was a house show because there was no match except for the ladder match that probably went over and the Royal Rumble that went over 10 minutes at all. Probably not. I was about to say three or four went over, like I said. The ladder match was 14 minutes. AJ and Nakamura was 14. This oh, God, man, it sucked. It sucked so bad. Um, Can I get into why tri- it sucked for me? Triple H and Sater was over 15 It was minutes. a total propaganda show for fucking Saudi Arabia. And that is really sad that WWE would get into that stuff. That WWE would uh, sell out that bad. When you had... When they had the four Saudi Arabian wrestlers that had all tried out in their tough enough style, right. I'm okay with that. Fuck it. Bring them all in. Let everybody try. I'm, yeah, that was cool. I'm pro all that stuff. When they had Arya Davari and his brother Sean, who were both born in Minneapolis, come down to the ring waving Iranian flags, and that place erupted into booze. I mean, this is not... This is not... I mean, that's jingoism of the worst kind because Saudi Arabia versus Iran is the Shias versus the Sunnis. I mean, that is really like hardcore shit. And I tweeted out when I was watching it kind of flippantly. I said, man, these guys are going to get killed. Right. But those guys are from Minneapolis. And to ask those guys to do that just because the fucking king of Saudi Arabia asked Vince McMahon to do it for $25 million. Vince is worth a fucking billion dollars and they ask him to do it. That's bullshit, man. That's a terrible look. That's a terrible look. And I, I, I man, I, I don't want to say it because I'm such a mark and I'll probably watch it next time, but it makes me not want to watch the next one because I know they have a 10 year deal with Saudi Arabia. And I think that's fucking bullshit. I'll, just, I'll just say this. Um, I mean, having somebody wave a Canadian flag and come down to come down to a, a, an American ring is one thing. The Iranian flag versus the There's Saudi no blood flag. There. There's no like blood feud. No, I know <laughs> the Iranians versus Saudis. That means something, right? And I mean, there are people that have died recently for that shit, right? It just. And I was thinking about this today. And if you want to move on, or Zach, you want to jump in? No, I got more to say. Okay, I'll just make it quick then. This is why I like New Japan booking versus WWE booking. WWE booking always goes back to this, you know, foundation of principles and beliefs. You know, you and I have talked about this before too, where New Japan doesn't use any nationalities at all, it's all just wrestling. Yeah. And it's focused on the wrestling versus yeah. personality. Like, yes. Was not, well, not even personality, just, but I mean, just like, pro wrestling. You know, you got some sexist kind of promos. You got, you know, racist kind of promos. You got, you know, in this case, religious or whatever the case may be. It always still goes back to the same kind of thing. You can look back 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to the 80s or whatever the case, and you still see the same. Okay, this is our go back go to move. So let's go back to it. Where New Japan doesn't do that. It's about more the wrestling and the storyline versus right. okay, let's just stick to the same. Kind of like shit. how Ziggler and McIntyre, the new Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels, right? You could go that way if you wanted to. I mean, there's plenty of okay crime time just because it's the first thing that just pops into my head it's classic you know here's the black guys nah, off the it was street ra- it was racist okay that's what i'm saying it's racist, I mean, it as was racist as oh, but, man. Then, but you can go back and do you can think about somebody else 
tw- another 10 years ago behind that. And they could be the crime time of the 80s. Just whatever. think about like the Attitude Era where you had Nation of Domination versus right. like whatever the Sons of Anarchy guys versus like those Turkish guys led by Jackal. And then like there's like Los Bariquas. It was just four nationalities, like four different skin right. colors. Right, right. And that's all that mattered. And then there was a WrestleMania match when Triple H fought Booker T where Triple H was completely racist the whole time. And then he went over. <laughs> well, that's accurate. And then he went over. <laughs> but, Jesus I mean, Christ. so there's a couple other things I have to say about this. Uh, one of them being, and I, I don't want to monopolize all the time, but one of them being that there have been Saudi Arabia shows. They They did one in Abu Dhabi, like, last year. And the women fought, and the women fought in all... Uh, I think that was bliss. They were bo- bodysuits. Yeah, bliss. And, and it came up to their pants. neck. Not saying I wouldn't like, I wouldn't mind seeing them women in bodysuits. But, I mean, but fuck that. I mean, that's stupid. So, f- fuck their culture if they're not going to allow women to fucking get up to, to show any skin at all. Second of all, they didn't allow Sami Zayn to wrestle. Right. Because Sami Zayn is for, of Syrian descent, and Sami Zayn does a lot of charity work for People is amazing that are victims of the Syrian civil war, which is being perpetrated by Saudi fucking bombs. I don't want to get all political, but they didn't let Sami Zayn go over there the other night. That fucking sucks, man. That's bullshit. And I and I know that they're a billion dollar publicly traded company. All that stuff. But man, that that's really that's pretty weak, man. I don't like that at all, dude. What do, you guys made me say this three or four times, but this is about his money. He ain't worried about you and your little social political beliefs. So they get he's paid, trying to so get paid. They get paid by some reports it's twenty five million dollars a show. By other reports it's sixty million dollars a show. Whatever. Let's just say twenty five. Whatever. I'm not down with the. And the commercial that they played on that Greatest Royal Rumble was also bullshit. That was a straight up Saudi Arabia propaganda bullshit. We're not where as they bad talk, as you think we are. We're not as bad as you think we are, and we're going to let women drive. Right. And meanwhile, women weren't allowed into the stadium unless they right. had a male escort. Right. I mean, come on, dude. They wouldn't let Sami Zayn there. Sami Zayn looks like a bunch of white guys that I went to Dushin High School with. He don't even look Syrian, but he is Syrian, but they wouldn't let him into Saudi Arabia and to he's do done, that shit. He's done more for Syria than anybody that I've heard. I know. That's fucking garbage. So, uh, but yeah, the Royal Rumble hey, is cool. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we didn't know what we were walking into. We know now. We know now. They're so all now house at shows. at this point, you can make your own decision on whether you want to watch it or not. I don't think I'm going to watch them okay. ever again. Here's the main thing is I took the lead in the predictions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want on, you want on the back of terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> That'll bring us to our two counts. Should be said about the, something about that, but we're going to go ahead. Zach, we barely even talked about it. You can make two count whatever you want. Yeah, like, I don't even know, but I guess, um, you know, we can talk about uh, Seth and Finn. Um, I And just as a greater picture, too, like, maybe we can just wrap it into, you know, who you guys think should be at the top of Raw. Because we've got Roman Reigns, who has been shoved down our throats forever. And I, I'm, I'm a Reigns fan. I'm not a fan of like, how he's booked and how he's written. Uh, I think he's doing the best he can, and he does a good job for what he's given. 
but he should not be the top guy. He should not be. We got Braun Strowman, who's white hot, and even though he's younger and more of a rookie, I think you give him a run with the belt, you let him see what he can do, see if he can sell some merch, if that's what the bottom line is, but the guy's white hot, and then you've got Seth Rollins, who can be the guy. I mean, he can be the guy. You talk about the three members of the Shield. Ambrose is out right now. One of the biggest baby faces. I thought I always liked Seth as a heel because he's a really great heel, but he also has great baby face potential. Uh, you know, bring back that white ring gear. You know, he's having a great run with the Intercontinental right now. Um, he can wrestle. He can talk. He can get the fans behind him. Like, Let's just stop with the Roman Reigns experiment. You know, we went through the gender experiment for six months, and that was enough. Is four years not enough for the Roman experiment? Like, if something doesn't work, that's like the definition of insanity, right? I think we'll find out this Sunday, actually. What do you think? Who should be the top guy on Raw? Mm, Top guy on Raw... (sighs) I'm like, I thought he was going to say Emma there for a minute. <laughs> he was like, mm. <laughs> Emma. God, I'm this Emma. Um, Jesus Christ. Shut up. I'm going to lean Seth Rollins. I won't say that he's great on the mic. He got a really big pop in Montreal on Monday, and he's been getting good positive pops subsequently from winning the, uh, the IC belt on. Everything else, I agree with what you say. Obviously, he's great in the ring. If there's anybody else on Raw that I would want to put him with, it would be Finn, just in ring, because for whatever reason, they have good chemistry. Braun they had a cool-ass match Monday night. Yeah, and and I think, if, if, God forbid, if you wanted to do a quote-unquote, you know, a best of seven with those two, I could watch that all day long. That shouldn't even sure. be a problem. Here's though. the thing. One thing I didn't mention, my wife's favorite wrestler is Seth Rollins, and why do you think that is? Because he's easy on the eyes. He looks good. Okay, yeah. so that's that's the Roman Reigns argument. Is everybody's like, well, you know, Roman Reigns, he sells merch, he's good in the ring, but then the ladies like him too. <laughs> yeah, but he's like so the guy that's in the pool with a t shirt. Like, take the fucking body armor okay. off. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Roman Reigns sucks, though. Okay, but. Uh, I'm just saying it from. I'm the not Roman, a Roman Reigns fan. I'm just saying it from I've, the Roman Reigns fan point of view. This is what's so great about Roman Reigns. But you can say the same thing about Seth Rollins. Neither one of them do great on the mic, but in ladies' eyes, they both look good. Who's better on the mic between those two? Yeah. Ugh, come that's on, kinda, dude. Uh, is that? Are you guys seriously thinking about it, this? Yeah, it, it's something tough. to think about. There's a, there is something in the context of the shield, Dean's the best on right. the mic. And that's why Dean talks. No doubt. But he's probably the worst in the ring. Probably. No doubt. No, 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 no. No, there is a doubt there. No. Well, you've only, seen, Roman, Roman. You've only seen Roman wrestle Braun lately, or Brock lately, and that's the worst. No, I... Remember his matches with Joe and stuff? Like, he has how good dare, matches. How dare you? I host a podcast with you. I watch, <laughs> I watch the same fucking matches every week that you do. How dare you? No, Roman's the worst in the ring. Roman's the worst on the mic. Yes, he is. Out of those three guys? You, how many times have I heard you cry about Dean Ambrose's suicide dives? And you're going to tell me you know, now. I hate everybody's suicide dives, though. To be fair, I hate Seth Rollins. Names, and I hate name Dean Ambrose's best match. Uh, AJ Styles. He had two great ones against AJ Styles, but that's probably more AJ Styles. Did you say Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Oh, it was definitely the uh, uh, Asylum match. Oh, yeah, the Asylum <laughs> match against Chris Jericho. Okay, I was getting ready to say No, it's getting... the two against AJ Styles. Okay, so... But AJ Styles gets the best match out of everybody. He's okay. a homophobe, but I mean, it's okay. 
Do you no, not actually, think- it's not okay. Fuck AJ Styles too. I'm fucking everybody, man. <laughs> it's not go okay. move. To, go move to Saudi Arabia, AJ Styles. <laughs> Do you not think that we can name a Roman Reigns match that was better than either AJ Styles match versus Dean Ambrose? Oh, I can yeah, name I a can, lot of Roman okay, Reigns. I, I know. I, that's I, what I know I'm saying. One. Okay, then you're just making my point. No, yep. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not you. making your point. If you you can't say that and then be like. Well, then you're just making my point. Go ahead and I'm finish. Your point. Go ahead and finish, but you're making my I'm point. Gonna, you're going to let me finish? Please. There's one match that's better than those matches, and that's the Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in WrestleMania 31, and that's only because that has a lot to do with the environment that went around it, the hype that went into it, and Seth Rollins coming in and taking it. That's the only Roman Reigns. And the only Roman Reigns matches that I can think that are even close to the Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles matches are the Roman Reigns-AJ Styles matches. And that's all AJ Styles. I thought his Joe stuff was really good, and even a lot of the stuff he did with Braun was uh, good. Yeah. No, I mean, no. they're fine. No, no, they're fine. Stop, stop. We just named two or three other guys. You just got one guy. It's the bot- in, in your, Those in, matches are in, fine. In your argument, AJ Styles is the common denominator, and that's fine. But you just named are you guys, one. Are you guys talking about work rate? Are you guys talking about all the other things that go into making a great match. Because if you're talking about work rate, there's only two, there's only three great Roman Reigns matches. Both of them with AJ Styles and one of them with Brock Lesnar. Or maybe, maybe the triple threat at Battleground a couple years ago, that was all three of them, but that was all Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is heads and Seth Seth Rollins is heads and shoulders above both those guys. Okay. But back to my initial point, once again, and if you want to just talk about work rate, we can talk about that. If you want to go all encompassing, that's another argument Isn't that for what another we're talking time. About, though? I thought we were talking about work rate. If you want to talk about work rate, I'm willing to concede a little, a little. That's what I like about you. <clears throat> fuck you. <laughs> that Roman Reigns is not as good. I'm willing to concede that, but I'm just, I can't sit up here and. Not as because good as who? Rollins or Ambrose? No, but Rollins is the queer number one. Okay, all right. Okay, we're okay. trying to decide between who's two and three. That's fair enough. And I'm 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 not gonna die on the hill of either one of them in terms of no, work rate. No, no. Because Rollins is the clear number one. Yeah, hands down. Okay. I'm just saying, in my opinion, there are more better Roman Reigns matches that we can kind of come off real quick with versus a Dean Ambrose match where you might have to struggle, especially on the main roster. That's let's, all I'm saying. Let's put Hypothetically, let's put Dean Ambrose on Raw. Who do you think should be the number one babyface on Raw? Braun, Dean, Seth, or Finn? Or Roman? Uh, I think... I know you're not going to say Roman, though. I think Braun. Because... I, I agree. It's just so easy. He doesn't have to say a lot. No, he doesn't. All and, he has to do is come and out the, and go. The other, the other and night, the other night up. when he chased those guys around the oh, like, it was the biggest pop of the night. It was, and those guys wanted to in in Quebec. This could we'll we'll move on to our uh, three counts because this goes into it. That crowd in Quebec just killed it, and they made a very normal raw seem like a very big deal. Yeah. And that's what a crowd can do, and that's what I wanted to talk about for the three count, is that a, a crowd can make can make an event. And that, that was a very mediocre Raw with a pretty good main event, a six-man tag in the middle between Lashley, Strowman, and Reigns versus Owen, Sammy, and Ginger. But when Braun took off from the ring and started chasing those guys around the ring and just 
shoulder blocking them. That was fun. And that crowd was torn because they loved AJ or they loved Sammy and KO because they were from Quebec, but they also loved Braun. Oh, and Jinder's from Canada too, but they not, didn't say that. Not, they never not, they, no. they, never, yeah, they not, did not, not give that. that to him, did they? No. But this goes back to my initial back to the two count. This is why I say Seth is the number one baby face. Seth Rollins came out before anybody else. He had a huge pop. It took him a minute before he could even say anything because Montreal was so hot. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, he said his couple words or whatever, and then they were just, you know, over the top hot. Seth Rollins, the first time around, got a bad rap because they booked him like the the bullshit crybaby heel or whatever the case may be, and then they took that into the ring and then doubled down and made it worse. Now this is the guy that... We all know he can be. He's great in the ring, but now his character actually matches what's happening in the ring. They're they're finally doing with Seth what I thought they should have done when he came they, back. And, yep. we, and we've talked about it a million mm-hmm. times on here. They fucked him up right when he came back because he should have been a baby face right from the right from the get go. It'd be like if when getting hurt, it'd be like if Dean came face. back today and was a heel. Like right. it would make it no sense. It Which wouldn't make any. It's probably gonna fucking happen. It's probably gonna fucking happen. That's like, because exactly it makes right. no sense. That's exactly right. But like, damn man. But <laughs> Seth Rollins at remember that gauntlet match that he had. I mean, how long ago was that? Like six, seven weeks. I mean, yeah. It, it, he, it he reinforced is, him back on the map. He has proved himself wrestler. to be oh the 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 cream of the crop in WWE as far as work rate goes. I mean. The next hottest thing is always the guy that comes along next. I remember right before Shinsuke came over to WWE, everybody was saying, we want to have him, we want to have him, we want to have him. And then six weeks after he got here, it was like, oh, well, now Shinsuke's kind of dead. It's like, but Seth Rollins has been here for years, and Seth Rollins is still putting up crazy performances. Him and Finn Balor on Monday night, and I... And the, I hate it the because super, they do the it super all the pl- time. The superplex into the, the fake Falcon superplex arrow. into the Falcon Arrow. It's a great move. Boom. It's and there's not many guys that can do that together. They can pull it like, off. Like Roman Reigns couldn't do that with Seth Rollins. No question. But they pulled it off and it was a fucking bad ass. Does Finn Bauer go hill? Probably. It's been leaning that way. His whole like collar popping, too cool attitude, and the fact that he hasn't he's over, but the fact that it it hasn't. He has apparently been over enough for them to do anything with him. Uh, means that he should probably go heel and go after. You know. You know what should have happened? They should have sent him to SmackDown, put him with the club, have them be the heel, the heel the faction. faction, and on SmackDown and kind of work around that. You got AJ, you got Shinsuke, and then you would have Finn Balor oh my God, I mean, with it, the club. You got your own mini. You got a little Prince DeVitt. Yeah, right. You know, like, yeah, old school, you know, New Japan. I mean, we ain't got to talk about it, but no. that means you can't work with what you already have instead of acting like this never happened. See, that's why I hate about WWE fans, and we can move on after this. This is why I hate about WWE fans. They act like nothing else happened before or after WWE, like Ric Flair's 14 other world championships oh, in yeah. the end of it's kind of like it's kind of like when you meet a new girl and you pretend she has never fucked anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like there was never anybody before or after. It was only me. None of this matters, bro. That's my wife. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for our three counts. 
Hey guys, we gotta let you know about the other sponsor we got tonight. That's JJ Twigs on Hampton. Now I've told you about all their pizzas before, but I don't think I've ever told you about their sandwiches. They got the Italian beef, which has got that beef and mozzarella cheese, onions, peppers, jardinera. Oh yeah, uh, the salsa, the salsizza, the Chicago That's style Italian sausage with the pizza sauce and the mozzarella. That's your favorite salsiccia, pizza sauce, mozzarella. That's all I need in life. The JJ Twigs pizza, you can put blue cheese on it, bacon, grilled onions, grilled mushrooms, anything you guys want. They also have a bunch of pizzas, guys. They got the country. Uh, no, I talked about country grammar last week, didn't I? Yes, the did. Louisiana Purchase is what I get sometimes with the garlic cream sauce, chicken, bacon, spinach, red onions. They are located just south of Eichelberger on Hampton on Gothi. That's JJ Twigs on Hampton. Go get yourself some. They got a great atmosphere. They got big TVs if you want to watch the game. Uh, you can bring your kids there if you want to. JJ Twigs, they're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. Tell them the BFR sent you. Guys, you remember last week when we did pay-per-view predictions? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. remember a couple weeks ago when WWE said they were going to have less pay-per-views than the year before? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. They were fucking lying because we got another pay per view this week. It's backlash. Uh, we're gonna. So the points spread out. It doesn't look like Jason can win. Looks like Zach's gonna be the title holder. And Vice and I came up with the name of the title. <laughs> I'm anxious okay. to hear. This should be good. It's called the Smark of the Covenant. <laughs> Does that mean my face melts? It means, right face, yeah, it means your face is going to melt. So uh, we'll start at the bottom, I guess. We have Braun Strowman versus Bobby Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, Engineer Sam, I'll let you go first. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. He's taking KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, Zach, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go Strowman and Lashley. Yep. That's for, you, brother. Okay. For the record, um, allow me to congratulate Zach. Interesting race. Oh, great race. No, nice. no, I'm, I'm going to be good about this. You know, nice. No, I will, I will be cool about this. I, will I think we be, might have to change some rules up next year because I don't think 30 points for a. It's uh, neither here nor there. He, he, he held, won on the house show. Uh, yeah. That, but say, we didn't know it was going to be a house show. I'm not, we didn't. I'm not we worried did. about that. Congratulations okay. to Zach for winner now of season one. Now you got to take a shot from Kurt, Kurt Stallion, though. Uh, yeah, anyway, going back to the <laughs> question at hand, I did write down my predictions before we got to the show, so that way if we start to agree, Zach and I, there could be no collusion. I'm taking Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman as well. There is no reason on God's green earth. No collusion. Sorry, You're Perfect. the collusion. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm taking KO and Sami Zayn just because they're my faves. And he has no choice. So, <laughs> for the belt... We have Carmella versus Charlotte in a rematch. Sam, I am. Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. Carmella? Carmella to retain. What do you say, JCB? I will ride off the Mr. Perfect's coattails on this one. It is way, way, way too short as much as people hate Carmella. I think that is way too early for her to lose the title to Charlotte, who I love. But unfortunately, it's just not that time, not that place. I'm taking Carmella too, just because um, I'm a big Sopranos fan, and I like it when mm. Tony used to yell. Oh my gosh! Come on, now, really? We're gonna have this discussion? You wouldn't? 
You wouldn't. Carmella? Yeah, <laughs> from The Sopranos? Which season? Pick a season, dog. <laughs> nah, yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. okay <laughs> so I'm, Come I'm on, not gonna man. make that noise for it though. Like I make the noise for Meadow. Maybe like season ooh, one. Ooh. Uh, no, that's too early. That's too early. We need like three or four when she started to blossom. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Zach, who you got? Carmella or Charlotte? Uh Carmella for sure. Just because um, yeah, it wouldn't make it. She sense. held the fucking money in the bank forever. There's no way they're gonna have her hold the title for like two weeks. Man, we can burn through these. This is gonna be it. This is such a dumb pay per view because it's that in between point where there's nobody's gonna win that's on Raw that's gonna take a SmackDown belt and vice versa. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Sam, I am. Jax or Bliss? Bliss. He's taking A, B. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just get it off the table so I can be the oversexed black guy for 30 seconds. If Alexa Bliss is getting, well, I'm sure she's already gotten at this point, breast implants. Oh, yeah. Whenever oh. she was, whenever we were there oh. Monday in St. Louis, she wrestled with her shirt on and didn't take, like, any bumps at all. She didn't. No, so I, I mean, like, what? she wrestled with a t shirt and didn't take a bump. Uh, that to me screams it, breast implants. That's what, if that's what she wait. wants to do. I'm happy for her. Everybody, yeah. should, everybody should just do what they want to do. Mm. Yeah. Hey, man. So, JCB, who are you taking? Uh, give me Nia Jax. <laughs> now we're so woke. After all that shit. Now that we're so woke, uh, I'll take Nia Jax, too. Who are you taking, Zach? Yeah, I had Nia. All right. Uh, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. Sam. Orton. Hardy. Orton. Yeah, I know. You always go Orton. He's going to lose. I liked, your, I liked your tweet. You're like, Backlash 2006. Right. I mean, because Hardy versus Orton does seem like Backlash 2006 or maybe 2004. Yeah. Like, it seems... <laughs> Well, you of all people should be loving this. This is Grand Slam winner versus Grand Slam winner. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I never even thought so about I was, that. I was about to say, get uh, a little Hardy, excited, goddamn. Hardy's it. more than a Grand Slam winner, though. He's a I double think. Grand yeah, Slam. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say his he accomplishments. He got two beers. Uh, I got uh, Hardy. Okay. JCB. As much as I love Randy, and that's my boy. Once again, it's just too early to take the bet off of Jeff Hardy. All right, now we're gonna get in some interesting shit. No, we're not gonna get in some interesting shit yet. Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Uh, the Miz, Seth Rollins is staying on Raw. Miz is staying on SmackDown. What do you got, Engineer Sam? Is oh that, damn! Is that the Miz? Yeah, that's that's, Miz. that's yeah. the Miz right there, baby. <laughs> he just did a gang sign. Yes, Jason, Jason almost shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. <laughs> but you got two beer. <laughs> I got uh, Rollins. This is where we need a camera in here because this is the inside joke because nobody saw what Sam did. <laughs> and so we can it appreciate like, it. I can't even do it. It was it's like, like a, the, uh, it was like an M. Yeah, it was upside, upside down. down you throw like the west, west side, side up. Yeah. You, you just you know throw it down or whatever the case may be. Upside down. You're west taking, half, are you taking Rollins? Midwest? Yeah, I'm taking Rollins. Okay, I'm taking Rollins too. Okay, so now we get into the interesting stuff. Okay, so now we get into Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. So there's a lot of different ways this could go. I'm going to let Sam go first. Sam, Big Cass 1 or Daniel Bryan 2? He just did the blood he sign. He just did the blood. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. How did he he tried that? to get a shot like, inside really Shot City Studios. Uh, Cass. He's taking Cass. Um, I'll go next, just because I don't know how I'm going to go. I just... I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. Seems kind of early, but... 
just can't see him letting Daniel Bryan lose clean. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to lose clean, but maybe somebody comes in and interrupts for Cass. No, I changed my mind. Nobody else went yet. I'm going Cass. <laughs> he talked himself <laughs> out of it. Talked himself out of it. <laughs> Go ahead, Two Beer. Uh, I'm actually going Cass, too, just because, you know, if Daniel Bryan is the underdog, which he is, uh, it doesn't fulfill the underdog narrative if he just goes over big casts like the first time they meet. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was thinking, too. I will be the dissenting vote on this, and this is, I guess, a great thing of why we did this this week. Maybe we should do it the rest of the way. Cass should go over. Let's get that off the table. So do you want to say next I'm year, starting next, next pay-per-view, year, everybody comes in with it predetermined? Not allowed to make up your shit on, on point. On, yeah, uh, yeah. So that way, I'm we, good with that. I'm every, good with that. So that way, that? we get Ex- it, except for the placebo. Yeah, the placebo can come in and get it the way he wants to get it. I heard what? it's very nutritious to eat the placebo. <laughs> I'm gonna take oh, wait, your word for that. <laughs> I think that's actually pronounced the pussy. <laughs> and it's officially off the rails. I'm taking Daniel Bryan on this. Um, Cash should go over. I just really. I found it. I just can't. I can't I know. think it that they're going impo- to let It this seems happen. impossible. Yeah, I got to see it first. It's kind of like when there's no, one. when there's no belt on the line. We're just saying who is who goes out the winner. So if Cass gets DQ, you get it. Okay, but I don't think right? it's going to be a DQ. Okay, I, I right. really think it's going to be a queen win for the two matches Bryan. left. We got Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. Oh, I know who you're taking. You're taking Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Act like you know. Uh, Two beer. I'll let you go next. And as much as I would want to see Samoa Joe take this, I feel like they're just not ready to like fully bury Reigns, and they're not going to have him lose so many matches in a row. So you're taking Reigns? I'm taking Reigns as much as I hate to say it. I'm going to piggyback on that. Um, (laughs) I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this about somebody else two weeks in a row. Roman Reigns needs this win. I mean, he does. Of yeah. all people, I thought John, John Cena got off his little skit or whatever. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns needs to get off his skit. Apparently, Samoa Joe hasn't won a pay-per-view in over 12 months. I'm sure that has something to do with him being hurt. I didn't get a chance to research this. Yeah, I just really He's think also that, fought Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar a yeah, lot. Yeah, I just think it's going to be Roman Reigns. Um, I'm going to take Samoa Joe. Good. Somebody needs to. Just because... No, well, I mean that. Well, Sam did. It. Yeah, no doubt. Sam's well, a person. I mean, Sam's Sam, a, he's a human. I'm not saying that Sam is not a human. I'm just saying that Sam is. This is predictable. The if reason it was Samoa Joe versus God Almighty. The reason, taking Samoa the Joe. reason that I'm taking Samoa Joe is because I think that having. I think they. I think that they might be leaning, and I'm only doing this because this is the last one. If this was the first, if I was trying to win next year's predictions. Which start? I would hear it a little bit in the next pay per view, right? But this is the last pay per view of the year. We're not to our year anniversary yet. But I'm taking Samoa Joe because if they want to really make this an interesting story, they would make Roman Reigns keep losing, kind of like Cena. Yeah, just no, having having keep losing. And if Samoa Joe beats Roman Reigns, then all of a sudden you have a compelling story because Roman Reigns hasn't gotten over in a long time. And then you can spin that off of Joe. Challenging and then, whoever and the then, and then you and the then WWE you and then you build Joe up 
going into SmackDown because they put him into the main event picture the other night. doesn't need this win. Ultimately, he's Teflon. He'll be fine. Samoa Joe really needs this win. I'm assuming this is the main event of the night. We have AJ Styles versus Nakamura in a no DQ match. Sam, AJ or Nakamura? AJ? Nakamura. He's taking Nakamura. I'll go next. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I already know I'm going to pick. Are you talking to me? Sure, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. Talk to me. I'm gonna go Nakamura. Uh, I'm really kind of up in the air on this one. Uh, I was leaning Nakamura before I came in here, and I'm just gonna say that partly because it's a no DQ match, and I just feel like he's just gonna low blow him like 11 times and then pin him. JCB. See, this is what happens when I can't keep it close. Now you're high stepping at the forty. You don't give a fuck, you know. It's Nakamura. It's Nakamura. I don't He's have a not high step. He don't know who Deion Sanders is, man. He ain't high stepping. I know who Deion Sanders I is, and that's do. all that matters. So shut the fuck up. Hey, I watch soccer. Yeah, you tell him, Zach. Um, you know, JCB's a big Deion Sanders hey, fucking man, mark. Florida though, State's in the house. Um, I like Coke as much as the next guy. <laughs> You hold. <laughs> so I say, be the south front. No, um, I think that Nakamura is going to win just because I don't think that if, if you have him lose and lose again clean, where do you go with Nakamura? Once again, this goes back to what I just said with uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is Teflon. AJ is Teflon. AJ can lose and you can move forward. If Nakamura loses, now you really have him in a at a spot where you right. do, you, do, you don't know if he's going to now up is top the time down. now is the time to put the belt Pull on the Nakamura. trigger because I mean he's, he's he's great as a heel he is really feeling his own and so let it let it run it's kind of like Braun it's kind of yeah it's kind of like Braun same concept at some point you got to let these guys take the ball and and see what they can do with it this is Nakamura's time same thing with uh, that's good on the music Sam thank you very much we got about five minutes left that's the same thing on Rusev day they should have struck while the iron was hot but it looks like mm. after Smackdown the other night they're go- either mm. going to break up Aiden English and Rusev or they're going to have Rusev break up with Lana and mm. I prefer the second one right don't you uh, I think yeah. that means Rusev's on the market. <laughs> It'd be awesome if Rusev said bros before hoes and went with Aiden English instead K-Fay of Lana, wise, right? k wise, I would love that. It would be great. Uh, there was one other thing that I was going to mention. Oh, I really like the way that new- Sunil Singh actually sold the injury that he had when he had to come out later. Like He's the only guy besides Kevin Owens in the last three years of WWE that walked out to a ramp and sold an injury. He's the only guy. Nobody else does that. Stop. There's a, I mean, Kurt Angle sells injuries, but they're from 15 years ago. <laughs> Point taken, <laughs> but let's not act like they don't sell an injury. Uh, can we have a moment to talk about how great Cass is? And we're done. <laughs> Did you have anything to say about when Cass brought out the midget, or I'm sorry, the, the little person, Daniel Bryan, the other night? Uh, <laughs> Goldberg 2.0. I mean, same thing when uh, KO and uh, Jericho was doing it. Here Man, comes Gilbert. I gotta that's say, like, yeah, that's Jericho's thing. Yeah, as I say, come on, it'll never not be funny to see Cass put down a little person with a big stop. <laughs> that's always going to be funny, <laughs> that's right? Foul I mean, that's probably funny to little people, right? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, hey guys, uh, we know there's a lot of podcasts to listen to. We appreciate you listening to ours. 
Uh, Big Boss Man is 55 this week. The Rock. Yeah, Ray Trailer. Not sure what he's doing these days, but I he's, hope he's uh, John okay. John Cena's producer. He's uh, 46. Uh, Stu Hart, not sure if he's alive or dead, but he's 103. Yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> Mr. Fuji is 83. Brooke Hogan, not sure if she's alive or dead. Oh, she's very alive. Yeah, she was on uh, the Railroad <laughs> Road Rules Challenge last week. She's 30. Brian Knobs. Nasty. That's me slapping my armpit. He's yeah. 54. And Cole down. Cabana. He's younger than me. He hey, just Cole turned Cabana. 38. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, guys, for Shock City Studios, for Soul Taco, check, check, for. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was waiting for that. JJ Twigs. Check. For the STL Force Little League team in South County that we are actually a uh, sponsor of. Oh, Jack. CJ Lake, our friend Tim Lake. Tim yes. Lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, baby? For Sam Mall. Jack. For Bo Geesman. Nice, for two beers, Zach Bowman. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I'm ready to go I am sleep Bill too. Vagy and everybody. Uh, go Pelicans! Boo the Heels! <laughs>